0: The, the thing about it is it sounds good, but I'm holding it, you know, kind of like Bono, who yeah. is my biggest influence of all time. On You're a Bono boy. I'm a huge Bono boy.
1: Well, here it is. GearBuds Podcast, episode 153. That's a lot of episodes of GearBuds Podcast. Yes, it is. Here we go, <laughs> Symphony of Corrections. Let's dive in. Here is your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes, and thank you, one and all, for listening to this. Honestly, I'm feeling real excited today, Dave. I'm I can tell you are too. So. I'm I'm ready, man. <sighs> thank you for listening. Got a lot of stuff. We have so much stuff. Maybe I don't know. I kind of like shot this from the hip, but there's a whole mess of content. And uh, subscribe on the stuff. Uh, whatever email us Gearbuds podcast at gmail.com sometimes people do that or message us dm us like our boy job did who hipped us to something that is going to i think well dave and i haven't actually specifically confirmed this yet but i think is going to play into the episode later on today but thanks job for reaching out i love you man anytime you talk to me why don't we you know what we live in the same city sometimes i think based on your crazy lifestyle but why don't we hang out all right that's my I'm going to stop talking to you directly via my podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks for doing that. Anybody else can do that if they want to. Uh, let's get into some updates. Here's one. Universal Audio, we were talking about last week, had a sale where they, for a day they gave all their proceeds to the uh, help with the cause in Ukraine right now. Mm-hmm. And I got an, e- uh, an email update from Bill Putnam himself saying, we'd like to offer a heartfelt thank you to everyone who purchased UAD plugins on March 16th. A special UA Giving Day in support of humanitarian relief efforts for the Ukrainian people. With your support, we were able to donate $152,247 to World Central Kitchen, Doctors Without Borders, and Community Organized Relief Effort Corps. That's beautiful. Right? Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of plugins. I love it. Great, great things to Good job, everybody. On. Good job, everybody. Uh tube update, because we can't not talk about tubes these days. Here's the thing. So, I sent Dave, I sent you and Stingray a link this week that I believe our buddy Balthazar Delay posted, and that was how I found out about it, and that was a link to Western Electric. Yeah. Their website, because they were having a little survey. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. So, they were having a survey. Earlier this month, uh, Georgia-based company, Western Electric, they outlined a plan to leverage their tube plant based on the feedback from this survey that I was just talking about to start making freaking tubes in america it's great can you believe it it's already like they're all it's it's already already in motion it's all happening i love it they already have a facility and because a bunch of people responded saying yeah we'll buy tubes if you keep them good and relatively affordable and make them here right oh and do it in a safe way Mm -hmm. they're like okay let's go the thing is they're already making a tube called the 300b okay I had not heard of that buddy cuz I am not a hi-fi enthusiast and that is a hi-fi tube.
0: Okay. Is that different than a uh, like a guitar amp tube at all? I'll be honest, I didn't I even know. bother
1: looking up what a 300B it? is. Right. I know that guitar tubes use either what is it? Either 7 or 8 pin tubes and I think that this is also either 7 or 8 pin so I would imagine they're already geared up for that part but they've already they've addressed all that sort of stuff. Uh, I mean, if you got one response. laying around, just
0: jam it in your guitar. app, see if yeah, it works, if guys. Don't take my word for it. Don't
1: do it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it turns out that like they, they did this whole interview and stuff and they talked about it. And I, the thing that I was concerned about was the safety aspect of it. I think I might've harped on that a little bit last week. And they said, every material we use is considered safe and green. We strive to meet all OSHA and EPA EPA standards. Mm-hmm. Here it is. EPA standards and they don't they don't use any banned substances they sell and ship vacuum tubes tubes every single day they hope this is enough to demystify any old wives tales about tube manufacturing hazards so that's it great. sounds like i was uh, maybe a little extra worried or maybe i'm just well, buying what they're 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 selling i don't know
0: we're still learning too on this show you know that's oh, the thing oh yeah we learn every I day love that. every week what else do you learn how to be a better person
1: i think i think you're a great person thank you you can always be better right can you that's a, I think it's a good attitude to have. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. We could talk about this a lot, but I'm kind of excited about that because I love it, man. You know, there's obvious horrible stuff happen, happening in other parts of the world, and we rely on these tubes for our amplifiers. Did they get to the
0: details? Like, so do they? They have an existing factory, or they? They're they have starting... an existing
1: factory where they make these every day in Georgia. Okay, and they the the process by which they will make the tubes that we use in our guitar amps yeah. is. The same, okay. they just you know, very specific parts will be different, so sure. they just have to make sure they get the correct the right tooling or whatever and stuff. And components. Yeah. And then they already use, and, and I guess they've already kind of, uh, they've already kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, innovated in the space in some ways. They they use lasers and stuff that you know. Obviously it's not we the didn't old school
0: like technology from the. 60s no, they have sure, new
1: that. new machines and stuff like that. Sure, so yeah, yeah, you know, that's I news know, to me. I, yeah, I love right? that. Yeah. I didn't know any of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pretty awesome because it seems like the people who like this kind of thing already respect this tube. So.
0: We'll Good shout them us. out and you know, love to check out. A yeah, I,
1: I was gonna like, I, literally, I had the link on here because I was gonna, you know, tell people to go fill out the survey. And yeah. then already by the time we're recording this, they've said, Yeah, we're just gonna do it. Okay, so great. Hmm. Remember a couple days ago, that uh, we're, we're teasing a little bit, but uh, because I don't know either, honestly, I, I, I could have asked somebody, but it's kind of fun to play to get surprised. Uh, Universal Audio teased something earlier this week. Do you remember that? I don't recall. Stingray sent it to both of us, and it's called Spark.
0: Oh. Yeah, he was asking if we knew what it was. I yeah, think, or something. What do you think it is? Well, we we thought it had something to do with maybe their their uh, new portable recording devices. Uh, maybe, yeah, that could because it's you know, a cute little got,
1: name. They've got Volt. Yeah. Spark is a part kind of Volty thing, and uh, also the you know my sort of pie in the sky wish would be that they finally make their plugins available to people that don't have just their hardware Mm -hmm. but i don't know if i'll ever do that that
0: wow that would be pretty crazy because i i would get it
1: well then you can can get any (laughs) other plugins
0: yeah i mean it's smart for them too to like keep it proprietary so i don't know spark what do you
1: think it is tell us what you think it is what i think it is i'm talking to the world right now oh yeah please write us if you could if you could if 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 you could have any dream product from universal audio then for it to be called spark what is it
0: I mean, to me, it's well, hold on. Let's let's revisit what the Volt is, because the Volt, the
1: Volt is basically their take on the sort of Focusrite.
0: But it's uh, their line. It's the whole line, right? It's Mm -hmm. not just one of the modules. So what I think it could be is kind of how Focusrite has the uh, the Scarlet and the Claret, which Mm -hmm. they have different. uh, You probably know a little more, but like, you know, there's some internals that are different. Yeah. uh, More Which makes it more expensive. Yeah. Fancier. So maybe it's just like one one level higher. Hmm. That that would be my guess.
1: Okay. All right. But it could be. Who knows? Who knows? I, yeah, it could also be just like a, this, a small, little, tinier one than they're they already have. That'd be cute. Little like guitar interface or you know one in two out kind of scenario.
0: Mm-hmm. I, t- I tell you, man, like portable recording devices, like it's a it's a great thing. Like if we had just a little two guy and we had the little uh, the laptop, you just go Bada-boom. somewhere. We could we could do this well, wherever we that's, want.
1: That's that's what this uh, that's what this is for. Right. I and mean, by this I'm pointing at my Universal Audio uh, Twin X. Which is their portable, like the higher end but portable version of their interface. So, got one of those, and I think honestly, Dave, we've talked about this. I'm probably gonna sell my XAP. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I I could. I don't need all the preamps from that anymore, and I would basically just need to get a new Universal Audio satellite so I could still mix bigger sessions. Right. But I think it's time. Because then I still got this awesome thing right there. That that's. I mean, honestly, we're using right now anyway. So yeah.
0: Do you have a guess of what you think the uh the Volt could That's be? That's I think
1: it, I think it's I think the spark one? is going to be a smaller one, but I also if I could like have anything from them, I would have yeah, some basically I want them to make me like the best version of a Kemper, where it's like it, it has all their analog knowledge and, you know, maybe even analog compression or something in there and then also because they have first of all they have Ox, which is the box that you know sits on top of your amp and it's basically like a, an, an attenuator kind of deal but it's the best one that i've ever played through in terms of sound and then it also via usb or you know whatever you want to connect it with is also directly connects to your computers or recording device it also you know you can still run speaker cabs through it and you know, turn the volume down i want something like that but then with now that they've got the those three new pedals i want all those effects in there you know what i'm saying so i want all their sort of guitar knowledge sort of kemper style thing where i can i want i want amps in there but i also want to be able to still capture my own uh, kind of
0: deal i think that's great man shit you should like work for those guys
1: (laughs) universal audio hire just research and development on the side come up with great
0: amazing ideas dude
1: You told me to remind you about something. Uh, oh yeah,
0: Trini Lopez, something or other. <laughs> what was the deal? Uh, so I had a funny thing happen on the. Uh, well, you know, I've talked about it before, but I think. Were you tossing balls? I didn't toss any balls, but balls balls were definitely tossed. <laughs> uh, and by that by that we mean, uh, you know, low balls, low ball offers, and. Um, I
1: think our listeners are gonna or maybe they don't because we don't explain know, any of I our. I don't really know why I have to explain here. that. <laughs> don't um, explain yourself. Yeah, fuck that. This is a this is a BFI
0: <laughs> though. I would say. Okay. So this guy, uh, this fellow posted, um, you know, because I, I was saying, I've said before, I think Facebook Marketplace and, and not just Marketplace specifically, but there's a lot of guitars for sale, uh, Fenders for sale, electric guitars. Like you start following some of these groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is beautiful because that's like my only feed now is just guitars for sale, yeah. which I love. And somebody and put, then which I love because you send me the good ones. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I try. I mean, you, you got to subscribe to some of these because I was going to tag I you. I in spend, it. I spend, I know virtually. You zero don't go time on there, on Facebook. so I was like, he won't see it, but. Yeah um it was a uh 65 red trini lopez for sale and the guy was asking the,
1: me, which which trini the, the the thick body or the skinny body Ooh, that's a good question was it the one i played in the video or the a skinnier one you
0: know what i'm saying that's a good question i mean i, I don't think it was a thick it was like a 335 size okay yeah, yeah so the, that's that the, the trini lopez standard yeah okay yeah so um and i mean mint condition man so this thing was like perfect and uh, it was, it was the bright red. It was almost too nice. Like I thought it was a reissue when I first saw it, but it was a real 65. Um, I believe they made them in 65, mm-hmm. right? Um, cause I didn't see any 65s on reverb. They're all like 66, 67, 68. And he was asking like four grand and I was but like, I'll buy that. I was like, uh, and I just wrote, that's a really, right now. I just said, well, and here's where I kind of fucked up for anybody who might've wanted to like just snatch it. But I, I said, you know, here's a bump because that's a great deal. I always give people a bump if they're if they're yeah. not charging a lot for something. I assume they just want to get rid of it, and maybe they're not oh, dude, worried about the price. Four grand makes my tummy tums. Dude, go jingle. on, go on, reverb right now. They're they're six to eight thousand. I least, mean, yeah. For if it, you see
1: those are God, those are man. That's a. I don't have too many specific dream instruments. I would say that's
0: one of them. It's man. yeah, with the uh, the, like the, the headstock, headstock, yeah, the dude. It's thing. just. Super but cool. This game,
1: I, like I, you know, I demoed that the custom, the thicker body one, which is an awesome guitar. So
0: did they thicken it? How much? Like, oh, it's a, it's a like a thick full body. Yeah.
1: No, this was a standard like looking. And that, so that's more like a three thirty five, yeah, right? Right. And yeah. So, but the three thirty five, the standard, that yeah. body, that's that's one of my dreamies. So
0: uh, I just I just wrote because it was one of those things where it what color up, you said red? It was the red. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking beautiful like um the light red like that cherry red. Mm. Anyways, um and it was mint. I mean there there wasn't a scratch on it. I with think he case? said I think he said the tuners were replaced in the seventies with closebacks. But other than that, like if those are direct replacements, then did um, it have the case. Had a case, Is, yes. What happened? He posted it. Uh I was like, dude, bump for an awesome price, man. Good luck with the sale, you know. And then all these people were like, DM, 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 DM. <laughs> Next thing I know, you know, like, you know where you get your notifications and you click on it and it's like, this ad has been removed. Oh yeah. Then I see it pop back up and dude's asking like six grand for yeah. it. So I was like, All right, well, that's kind of funny. He uh he didn't really probably even do honestly the six grand isn't a terrible deal wasn't bad that. but that's where about yeah. you can find one if you really want um i don't know what he was asking Ooh. for shipping and all this but I, I did it sell i don't know but he reposted it for two thousand more than he was asking yeah it. i was kind of like god that's funny like you know i wonder if you know i wonder how many people were like i'll buy it i'll buy it and he's probably like whoa this mm-hmm. is i'm getting way too much attention for this thing yeah. which is a,
1: it was a great deal
0: um, but that's a, that's and, such in the, a and in the condition it was. That's not
1: a flipper, man. You get you get one of those, you hold on. Oh to yeah, it. that's a rare guitar. Yeah, man.
0: yeah. So uh, I got excited about that. And uh, one other funny little Facebook tale. Oh. Um, it's becoming a segment now because I just <laughs> I, I look at so many. Is fucking, this another BFI? Well, somebody wasn't posting it for sale, but he posted um, what looked to be an early '70s jazz bass. But it was a neck. But the body looked refinished, and it had like really bad like fake relicing. But he wasn't. It wasn't for sale. This was just like somebody posting in one of the groups, Mm. and they were kind of like, "People roasting him?" No, they were kind of like, "Well, what?" Yeah, a lot of people were like, "That's a bad relic job." But he's like, he's like, "Well, what is this?" Because I think he's like, I think he's like an antique guy. He's not like a a guitar guy. He joined the group like today just to post the Uh. guitar. So he posted it and he posted it, and then people are like, "Then you know," I was like, "Dude, it looks legit to me." You'd have to take the neck off to see what the date is and all this. And then this one guy fucking goes underneath me and he goes. I think it's a fake decal, bro. And I'm just like, I'm like, uh, what makes you think that, man? Like, it's, I mean, you know. How can you tell? I'm I'm willing to discuss what Mm -hmm. you think makes this look fake, which, by the way, I've looked at thousands of these fucking headstocks. (laughs) It did not look fake to me. And he's like, it's definitely in all parts, dude. Like, whatever. And I was like, oh, really? How do you know that? And he's like, I make decals. And I was like, what? I was like, well, let me see some of the decals you've made. Because he makes them perfect, better than the one that's real on the guitar. And he posted. (laughs) The one that's real. Bro, he posted this guitar that he did. And like, I hope this dude's not listening, but it was the fakest looking Fender jazz bass decal. It was like the Fender letters were squished. Like they weren't even, even, it just didn't look right. And then the jazz bass was huge. I don't know if he was trolling me or what, but yeah. he was like, he's like, yeah, I make these, and I was like, <laughs> I was just like, uh, no offense, man, I'm sure that's a great guitar, but nobody's getting fooled on that on that decal. Um, and I felt kind of bad, but then there were like 70 fucking comments, like people were being like, you know, I'll buy it, like what is it, this and that, and then the guy just removed it. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, there's this there's this bombardment right now, and I think this has a lot to do with the market. Damn, dude, you're mixing the you're you're shaking. I'm stirring the pot. The stirring I get pot. dude, I, if I get a little slow, a little lull in the day where I'm waiting for a client to get back. <laughs> I got, I'll pop on the old Facebook and get on the marketplace, <laughs> see, what people are, see what people are asking. Give a bump for a good deal. But I'll tell you what, man, I think it has I'll to- I'll give a bump for a good a deal. deal. I do. I'll give a bump for a good do deal. Do. I think people, uh, there's a market right now that it's you know it's still pretty crazy, like we've talked about, and I think when people do see a good deal, they're just like- flood this guy's inbox with you know mm-hmm. something that could potentially be a, a moneymaker yeah or a flipper or a really cool guitar for a great price
1: uh let's keep this train rolling let's Dude, us do Good it stores i love yeah. the facebook bfis uh did you hear about alex lifeson's upcoming guitar auction i have not mm. rush guitarist alex lifeson well i guess i mean former rush i guess at this point because maybe they don't i have play anymore They're, he's uh, selling a bunch of guitars with via julians uh it's on may 20th
0: was there a black beauty in there saw something about a black beauty this week and i couldn't i remember don't ha, it. i don't
1: i didn't see a black beauty the 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 one the guitars that people are excited about so it's 100 plus lots i don't think they're all guitars but okay some of his gear dude some of his biggest most iconic guitars he's auctioning whitey mm, racist oh my god but uh, his gibson es355 td if you want to get fancy mm-hmm. uh, which he described as his main guitar that he used throughout his entire time rush he I didn't know this. He bought the guitar in 1976. It was custom built in Kalamazoo just for him. Like he went there. They built that for cool. him there. Cool. And that's the guitar that's been his main guitar forever. And yeah. he's actually auctioning. What do What do
0: you think that's going to go for?
1: Alex Lifeson's his, like
0: I know. That's like the one. If you picture him playing. That's what I think of him. Yeah, me too. For sure playing. Um, God. Uh, it's going to go, I mean, well over a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Probably I 200. So. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean. I could not dude, as me-
1: there, there are some rush fanatics who have oh, yeah. money out there. You're for right. Sure.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. There's some dorks I out mean, there. I like mean, think rush about well, what's uh, what's his,
1: why can't I think of his name? Uh, Getty Lee, no, <laughs> good guess. Uh, the owner of the Colts who owns all the famous people's guitars. Uh, oh. that we've talked about a thousand times on yeah. this show. Yeah, I know. Anyways, I bet I know he, you, know, he, you he's gonna be part of the auction yeah. for that there's no doubt so those prices when that guy is a billionaire and ha- already has freaking blackie and blackie, can you imagine having blackie and whitey in the same collection
0: yeah you might that as well black and white racist, racist.
1: <laughs> holy bulls
0: <laughs> um yeah i saw a funny thing that was it was somebody was selling it was a black beauty that eric clapton bought for somebody else and now it's going to auction and it's like a late 60s black beauty mm-hmm. and somebody commented it's the first year they brought it yeah back. and uh which i want to get into later mm. um which uh, the best comment? Mm, I know why. The best yes, comment I yes, saw yes, yes. was uh, somebody wrote, "I wish Joe Bonamassa would just hurry up and get this over with." <laughs> just meaning think, like, just fucking I don't think buy it already. He's a black beauty dude. guy. I mean, He's a burst wow. man. You it's, know. I know, but you just you know you you're know, just he's, like, he's on got on the it. cash. That's a that's a, that's a boner he's massive move. Uh,
1: before we get out of here, I want to also mention that he's selling his 1976 Gibson Dove. Oh, cool! Which was used to write a bunch of songs, including "Closer to the Heart." Wow. The song that he wrote and then obviously recorded that guitar song.
0: Closer to the heart. Closer to the heart. Was was he a big part of the songwriting in that band? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Totally. I, they I they, they, they all wrote. Was...
1: And then Neil okay. wrote the lyrics. Okay. And right. this is cool. Last thing. They're, are, they're actually doing special ex- exhibitions in LA and New York where the public can go and view these guitars before the Ooh. auction. So it's a traveling little little thing going on. They're doing the thing. Dang. I know. I wish it was coming here. So if you want to go buy them, uh, go check it out. Go check out some auctions on Julian's. Get an account. All right. A couple more things. Uh, first of all, a little administrative news. Uh, NAMM's happening as a reminder to the folks out there. where is that starting? It is June 3rd through 5th oh, uh, wow. in Anaheim. And I got the emails and stuff. And I re- registered. So, folks, if you can... If you have stuff to do at Nam, you can register too now. And I wanted to tell you, Dave, that it's been announced that our boy Fred Armisen is hosting the Tech Awards, <laughs> cool. and, we, and we're officially invited. He was so great, man. I don't. I doubt either of us are going to make it this year. But I'm going to be
0: in Northern Wisconsin that weekend. You're going to be in the sure. yeah.
1: So no Nam for us this year. But you know what? That's that's. I'm sure that's going to be the case for a lot of people because it's June and they just announced not that long.
0: Sometimes before. I have to do the thing where people come back because especially we've had this break and everything and and I'm you know I'm not worried to go to it or you know anything like that but sometimes I want to get that like where people come back and they're like fucking name was amazing and then I'm like all right next next year you know it's kind of one of those things like I'm just feel it out for a second I bet it's gonna be fucking awesome yeah you know actually they're probably gonna pack the lineup even harder they have to because there's been a break yeah yeah and I
1: think I I think a lot of people feel that desire to go be around others again so yeah Nam's happening, folks. Let's cool. let's do it. Uh one more thing before we get to the other thing. Dream Widow Record is out. Bro?
0: I liked it, man. Oh, I
1: loved it. It is my favorite Foo Fighters record by like a thousand miles, and it sounds nothing like Foo Fighters. You can hear some growl in the vocals in the, some of the songs. There's but hear I'm not mad at it. And I know Taylor Hawkins' drumming yeah. enough that I hear some Taylor's is going on. Now they
0: there. released it as a Dave Grohl record, not a Foo Fighters record. From what I've, all the articles I've when seen, I clicked, but I don't know who. When played. I went to Spotify, it's listed. As, I know. Is I, listed I made under, note of this. Yeah,
1: it is listed as the name of the album is Dream Widow. Right. The name of the band is Dream Widow, yeah. but it's also it's Dream Widow hyphen or sort of this like little dot mm-hmm. Foo Fighters. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was
0: hoping they were playing on it. Mm-hmm. I it could definitely hear some Taylor Hawkins drumming. You,
1: they've, I would have. I mean, that's what the movie's about, right? They've got they got. Well, yeah, the stuff the, on the
0: album cover is like Sh- the symbol they make. There's and, some shredding happening. Girl, you know he he's not doing uh, that. A buddy of mine who's really into like heavy shit and just kind of always sending me new records sent me that this morning mm-hmm. and. uh I was like, oh, did it come out today? And he's like, just came out. Just came out.
1: Like, Fuck yeah. yeah, I I definitely knocked out some, some stuff earlier and just like
0: was I, blown I away at how much I liked it. Front it's to heavy back. as yeah. hell.
1: It sound it's there's a lot of black metal going on, which I was not expecting. It's like a that they, they style. T- they touch on a
0: lot of different styles. Mm-hmm. It feels like
1: thrashy. There's some
0: definitely some early metallicus like some Kill 'Em All style. I feel yeah,
1: like for one of the songs. Oh yeah, that one song. And then I was surprised the last, they waited until the last song, Oh, hi Sophie, to give us the song that they'd previously. I think it was like the single, right? The the song they released that was, one of the tracks already and well that was in the it, movie that was in the movie and that's the last song. that was song. the last song yeah. which is epic as fuck. it was kind of
0: nice not hearing it for a few weeks and then being like oh yeah
1: the, the last two songs are both and they're both and they're like ten like minutes long instrumental kind of just long Dude, they're good um, I I'm gonna listen to it again can't believe that I'm so hyped on a Foo Fighters I metal mean, record
0: look man you know they you know their the record before that was a Bee Gees covers record that they did over quarantine that's true so it's like. I'm I'm it just seems like they're having fun and I'm I'm all about it. I'm that. all about yeah, it. If, I don't, and and if if they want to keep making heavy shit, I will be a fan and go it. was it. good. I've man.
1: seen Foo Fighters multiple times live, you know, I get it, but
0: whew, I will play tell me you, some metal. I will tell people this if if you haven't listened to it yet. Track 1, it, crank it up and hit play. I had my earbuds in and I jumped out <laughs> of my fucking seat. It just starts. It just starts. There's like <laughs> Right? <laughs> right? Dude, they just a kick guttural it hard. And this scream. song's like, like less than two minutes long. Oh, too. yeah. They just kick it off. Oh, uh, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, very he much. knows what he's doing. I got to say. He and there were some cool, like, um, he did some cool vocal things where I heard a touch of, like,. Um a little bit of like Stone Temple Pilotsy, a little bit of Alice in Chainsy, like kind of that '90s, little 90s grunge vibe. Little '90s, yarl, but then he would go back really. to it's, it's mostly me- it's yes. it's a metal record. Oh, the the music is for if sure. Yeah. I was worried that it was going to be a butt metal record, and it's a metal record. It's a different types of metal. It, it was very season like uh, seasonings. It's all different seasonings? seasonings, all in the mix. Dude, can you get your phone out so I can say maybe.
1: My two favorite words, because I'm hyped because I, you gave it away, and I'm so happy. Because I only we, give it away when I know it. I know. We're, I love it. we both going to watch now, it. And uh, now we get to do Day's, Day's. <laughs> Day. <rocks. laughs> Can we well, talk about this? What yeah. I don't know what the name of it is, but I watched it, and I took a bunch of notes.
0: So the technical name of this documentary. So I watched the documentary, and so did you. Yes. Uh, that was shared with us, I think, from Reverb. Maybe? We had, I, we had talked about it, and then I forgot about it, and then
1: Job reminded and us, and I was me. like, "Yo, okay. what's up?" And then we're like, "Let's watch." So it. if you
0: want to find it, it's a it's a it's an unearthed video. Um, in the fall of 2020, Gibson unearthed an unmarked film reel while digging through a vault of archives from, 19- from 1967. 67. So it's a tour, basically a factory tour, narrated. Um, it's called. Recently discovered 1967 Gibson guitars factory tour documentary. Yes, if you want to look for it on YouTube, that's it. The film is actually called "An Instrument of the People," which they show like, yes, like a, an a couple instru- seconds. The,
1: the guitar is an instrument of the people is yeah. something that they say yes. in, in quotes,
0: and they show it on the on the screen there. So that's
1: Dude, I before we before yeah, we get any further.
0: I'm excited about this. I just it was only like 20 minutes long, mm-hmm. and honestly.
1: It's one of my favorite things I've ever watched. It made me feel so good. I watched it twice already. Did you really? Yeah. Well, oh, I watched a, it once, and yeah. then I was
0: like, "That's gonna be Dave's doc," so I'll do a little scene. You know, oh, I, make...
1: sh- I should. I will. It's, but it was just as enjoyable. It made me feel so good to watch everything about that video.
0: So much of it kind of blew my mind in a way. Yes. Like, uh, from the standpoint of, yeah, I, I kind of understand how a guitar is built. I'm sure you know even more. I've gone through factory tours. That yeah. wasn't. That
1: wasn't it. It was seeing what Gibson was doing right. in 1967. That yeah. long ago, and in some ways how way more advanced i thought it is than mm-hmm. i thought it was and how self-aware they were but also like how still kind of you know rudimentary and funny to see some of the stuff i won't spoil it but there was i'll we'll get to it later but yeah there's there's one thing in particular that i just like i died that i've uh, we'll talk about
0: oh really yeah well let's get to well, hold, all right so i mean there's there's not a big chronological thing they kind of start with they show you how they make an acoustic well, it's, guitar, well, which is it's, pretty It's cool.
1: really it was it was kind of smartly structured. They had the guitar parts, mm-hmm. and then they had what I didn't re- think we were going to get to see the string winding.
0: Yeah, and then they, they had too. the amps. Mm-hmm. So they
1: showed us all this basically all they, the stuff that they make. And the, in the amp back thing grade.
0: almost seemed like a promo in a way, where they were like, "The future of amps." Like, first of all, <laughs> yeah. What catches you right away, if you've ever been to, like, driver's ed in the 80s, or not in the 80s, but, like, you know, our, our demographic. It like, has
1: sort of, it's still a, some of that sort of a voice. It a
0: sounded like um like a driver's ed slash, like, nature documentary narration, yeah. or, like, a sex ed video that was, like, way Dude, they outdated. they called
1: it a craftery. Did you notice yes, that? Yes, I did
0: notice that. A craftery. It was shot at the Gibson Craftery in 1967 in Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo. Michigan. Kalamazoo. Shout out Michigan! And um, what's the first guitar that you see? Well, you see this red. So I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. So there's a red 335 with Mm. the Maestro tremolo on it. My friend, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to. It's not a 335. It's a 355. That's why, because it had a big knob on it.
1: So the two giveaways for a 355 are block inlays Mm -hmm. in that era, and the Veritone. Yes. It would also often, or a 355 would also have the bound headstock. Ah. And the split. Parallelogram inlay
0: what was the giant black knob on it the veritone that's the veritone mm-hmm. selector okay gotcha there's a okay. six
1: position yeah
0: capacitance network because i saw it and i was like i'm gonna get corrected but i'm gonna call it a 335 yeah. it's it's very close it's the, it, that yeah. immediately my hair stood up and the coming. guy just kind of walks in you know he's just wearing like a shirt tucked in like yeah. you know just like a an old dork they like, all there. had like just the like button, button down yeah.
1: dude button down shirts and like slacks yep and nary a safety equipment or no. breathing goggles. Mask to be, goggles to be seen
0: no while they're spraying not even the like, just like getting M95's up in those fumes even, yeah yeah it was it was wild and i mean that is the only the only factory video i've seen was there there's a good fender one out there if you guys want to look for it and i think it's from like 59 or something okay it's pretty i don't old. think i've seen that yeah it's super old um but it's the same thing. Guys, not even wearing a shirt, just like sanding this thing That's down, awesome. you know, like sawdust is going all over him and stuff. Um, so anyways, uh, I fucking loved it. The old machinery was so badass. And mm-hmm. it's really cool to know, like, you look at those machines and you go, oh, there's, there's a reason why people are still using those today. Exactly. You know? They're built to do that forever. I mean, they just look like they would, they would never break down. It's just these, these tanks that these Dude. people are using. Uh, there
1: are so many things that I feel like oh we've like innovated and figured all this stuff out, but they that. were
0: already doing that
1: a very long time ago. They were already talking about wood aging and that sort of thing yep. exactly the way that we still yep. do it today. It's they were they were st- it, like detailing all the different types of Brazilian rosewood, which definitely stuck out to me. Yeah, and, like, where the mahogany comes sure. from, how long they dried, and you they know, specified and where
0: the woods were from. Yeah, absolutely.
1: We talk about aging like it's this new thing, but it's like no, they obviously had.
0: They knew that it just sounded time. better when it was like dried out and everything, and um, the wood sandwich i thought was really cool that machine where she's got like yeah. the three thin pieces of wood because i think of the wood sandwich as like bigger planks uh-huh but you they're, they're, they're really thin, thin. and then she puts it through this like press and they said that it's literally welded yeah i was like how do i didn't oh, i didn't know what
1: that welding couldn't like it'd be not metal yeah you and know?
0: The, again it's like i I've, I've looked at so many guitars and i know how these things are built but like just seeing it done, like where they have the... um, It's for the acoustic, but it's like the side hump. Dude, I they know exactly what you're sides. talking about. They do both sides. They're yes. like, they do one side and then the and then other. And they
1: cut it in half. So yeah. it's a perfect symmetrical mirror. Right. I never... In I, a million years, I never knew that. I had no idea. Um, I, that, I, I feel so stupid admitting that. No, that what you're talking about, those were those were 335s. That was a three, Oh, it wasn't th- an acoustic? No, it was, because it, it, it had the it looked like it, a had the mouse, it had the mickey mouse ears yeah thing it kind of did you're right yeah now that i think about there, it i mean it, may, it, it was thick enough that it could have been like a, a deeper hollow body but to me it looked yeah. like it was probably 335 um, and i had no idea that that i was like it blew my mind I was yeah like, oh I, my god i love that was, that. that was the main that was the that number was the, one main mind blower the the second one dude how much of every instrument string amp was built by a woman Oh, yeah. They dominated that factory. It was mostly just these like awesome women. But, you know, with the look of the time with like beehives and like lady dresses on, just like cranking out fucking amps, soldering, hand winding
0: the strings. The uh yeah, I'd never seen a Can string. Can you believe that? I've they never seen a string wound before every single string cool.
1: and then hand wrapped it and yeah. then hand inserted it into the little paper thing.
0: Well, they said uh statistically, 80% of the guitar was built by hand. So I don't know what, Oh, I missed that. Yeah, he he mentions it in the narration. He says uh 80% of these instruments are built by hand. Now, the thing that I loved, yeah, my favorite part was uh there's a guy using like a router and he's making an F-hole. Yes, and it's on a it's on a track it's on kind of a thing but he's doing it by hand I mean he's just going dip shup, dip, shup, shup, dip, shup, dip shup, and then he does the whole for the, screw it a dip, bop, the uh, volume knob or something and you're just and then they kind of cut bong. away but you're like it was to him I mean obviously he probably does a hundred a day mm-hmm. but you're like dude that is just so effortless and then you know what I really loved about that though it's not the idea that like yeah obviously you can do something over and over and over and, and get a good result but the point was no two can ever really be perfectly a hundred percent identical no, hell no. Right? Because no. you had this guy who's literally holding this router. Shaping the neck, moving the, the router. And the sanding, the, the, the hand the piece sanding. of
1: wood is a different tree.
0: That's, that whole idea blew my mind. And it really, I knew all this. Again, mm-hmm. I've known all this yeah. stuff, but to see it in action. We even went to
1: Lakeland together. We've, we've done all who this Who hand shit. makes their Yeah, right.
0: But you're just, there's something about it where I was like, oh, the guy airbrushing the, the, the burst by hand. Yeah. Uh, it was on that Dude, acoustic. Dude, can
1: you believe that they're already using UV light? to yeah. check for i didn't know they had uv light back then <laughs> right That's i mean i i feel like such an asshole but it's like oh i just assumed that you know we figured stuff out in yeah. like the 90s hey. but it uh, turns out no they didn't i thought the uv light. lights came out like in the <laughs> 90s when like it was cool to wear
0: black light posters and or the 70s at least right
1: dude all right we've already talked you so almost everything that you've talked about is the same oh, sort of I'm talking about. oh did you notice when they were talking about nitro and lacquer a little bit. He, they mentioned how through years of research, they figured yeah, out the thickness of the, it. That it was seven one thousandths of an inch thick is the perfect thickness for the for the
0: lacquer. And they figured, like, they know that that's what it's they're like, hey, going bro, for. Hey, bro, don't give all your recipe away, right? man. You know, uh, that's what gives them such a great fucking, like, a. And, a dude, thin... and they
1: were talking, they talked. Again, we talk about relicking like it's this new thing. In that video, they were talking about the idea of how they knew that if with this nitro also that the instrument would, would wear. wear in a yeah. certain way. And it's like they knew. They, they, they set yeah. it up for us it wasn't in the to 60s to love these things yeah. in 2022 and make a fleeping podcast yeah. about it.
0: Um, the other thing I picked up on was the part where they did binding where they oh, were doing yeah. the binding and we saw a binding demonstration at NAM yeah. and it's the exact same and wrapping it around and yeah. then they were by, doing by it, it Gibson, was a hun- we saw a Gibson binding right. and, demonstration but by the time this video came out it was already like a 100 year old thing that they were doing or yeah. something he's like are they 80 years whatever it was uh-huh. like we've been doing the binding the same way and they're still doing it the same
1: way they still are it, scraping it by hand f- and
0: using the ropes to wrap it around yep. and like tighten all the points uh, together. Yeah fucking awesome dude super awesome um I love okay. it,
1: Okay, Dude, also, what, so we already got to the string thing. Yeah. Uh, blew my mind when they mentioned the Gibson Custom Shop. Yeah. Like, I knew that they had to have had... an arm that made one-off custom things but i did not know that they referred to it as the gibson custom shop until whatever it was the 80s when they officially had the gibson custom shop and you could get like the last ball custom and it said gibson Gibson custom shop on the back or whatever i i blew my mind i had no idea that in 1967 they were like yeah we have the gibson custom shop this is that
0: right because we've heard like gibson custom right But to think of that, it was actually like a thing where they they put more care somehow into these instruments than the others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it you know, the really that was the kind of the thing I took away from it was the amount of care, every single attention to detail, every piece got. It seemed like Um, not that I watched the guy work for 12 hours a day or whatever it was, but like just to see that you're like, oh, they're. They're doing this, but they're not just like, nah here's another neck, and they throw it in a bin, and they're like, right. eh, whatever. It seemed very delicate. The whole process, incredibly delicate. And and they're
1: still, but they're still, they're war, these war machines that we're still using to yeah. bash brains on stage these days, yeah. uh, 60, 70 years later. Uh, the Dude, thing- did you notice the freaking test machines that they were using to like in like the innovation oh, yeah. lab that looked like the goddamn like Rick- Richter scale. Yeah, yeah, like it was like a <laughs> like polygraph a test. T- yeah.
0: <laughs> totally, dude.
1: On the paper like what the hell? Yeah, was I was like- I'm
0: like <laughs> what are we what are we doing here? That was
1: amazing. Um, that and was- then okay, then we've got to talk by the end. Okay. The freaking band playing with the people boogieing and shimmying their faces off.
0: I called it the uh the go-go surf groove band at the end rules. Why were matching they- Matching suits and haircuts. Why
1: did they all look like John Entwistle?
0: Yeah. They, oh, they were so ugly. They were, but think about it. 1967, <laughs> who's the biggest band in the world? You know, they had to do like yeah. kind of a Beatles thing a or whatever. Thing, but uh, the yeah, matching sort of, suits, matching uh-huh. haircuts. They're all playing Gibsons, obviously. There was a nice little lineup of guitars right there. He had the SG bass. He had, which probably well, wasn't the SG bass yet, it was the EB-2. Yeah. Or the EB-3. Oh, was EB- it a two pickup? Oh, I will say, did you see the EB-2 part where they, they cut sound for a second? And he goes, finally, we get to hear the instrument's tone. <laughs> and he goes, it goes, bong, bong, bong. <laughs> and it's like the out four of string. tune. The four strings. <laughs> it was out of tune. And I was like, oh, man, they just did the one take. (laughs) The whole rest of it is a dude playing real tasty finger style with a thumb pick. But the bass where they test the... But that's a nice uh, EB2 laying there on the the bench. It was really fucking cool. Um, I found out that... I didn't know this. Um, it It was between... I'm guessing for the guitar, depending on which guitar it was, 60 to 90 days of work from... The start of build to stringing the guitar, yeah. not including setting it up and testing it. Such a cool number. Um, two to three days? months. Yeah, that's fucking awesome, that's man. I, awesome. I didn't really know that. I didn't I, either. You know, I could be like, oh, no, let to take two weeks to build a oh. guitar. I have no fucking idea. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, Did you notice how, and I, I would say
1: rightfully so, a number of times in the video they mentioned that they're the greatest instrument maker in the
0: world? No, I actually didn't pick up on a that. handful of times. I was, because like, was, cause like, I was a, like, yeah, all right. Well, fair. I get it. I think it was like a kind of a commercial promo video. Yeah. I think that's why they mentioned the amps at the end and the strings are like, we do our own strings. Dude, too. I still I I've never seen a string emphasize anymore. enough. I've seen a string be
1: ma- being made on a machine. I didn't know that they hand wound yeah. every single God, string you and then just... hand wrapped it and put yeah. it in the pa- piece of paper. Yeah. It
0: blew my mind. It's so cool. Um, Loved. That the last so thing I'll much. say about it, um, if you watch it. Don't be disappointed. Uh, there are technically Les Pauls in it, but there are no single cut Les Pauls yeah. in it because at the time that guitar wasn't being made no, yet. It's not being made. Which I, you know, that's something I knew, but it's something I also was reminded of. I was 68. like, there's no 67 Les Paul. You know, well, there's the SG, right? SG. Um, well, it was called the Les Paul at the time mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. But yeah, it was kind of funny because I think even Mandy was watching with me. She's like, where's that Les Paul? She's starting to know what those look like because I want to oh, buy me yes, one, one day. Oh, you do. And um, She's like, there's no, and I'm like, well, that's maybe. a, that's a good the the wife right there. She
1: knows what a Lester Le Paul is. But yeah, so you won't give you, it a ranking buddy. What you will we
0: be uh, disappointed if you're looking for a single no cut Lester Paul. Um, it was a classic doc. I watched it twice already. I will absolutely watch it again. Cause uh, I don't, I think we mentioned it's 20 minutes long. It's 20. It's fucking perfect. Perfect. perfect thing to share to your friends. Yes. Um, I gave so it. So glad. I gave it nine out of 10 groovy jazz chords. Yeah. There's some b-b-b- groovy b-b-b- jazz b-b- playing b-b- in it. He's good. Dude, uh, he's like a country jazz bow. It's like a country. It's like yeah, it's all the uh, the thumb pick and all that. So well, what, Chet Atkins. What do you think, buddy? Did I you, loved it so much. Yeah. I I ten out of ten. I mean Gibson boy. You ten got out of ten. Right?
1: I, it was it was everything I could ever want. I, I, I'll be honest. I wish it was longer, but that's okay. I'll just yeah. watch it a few more times.
0: Yeah, watch it. You'll pick up. And lot they of stuff.
1: and they did a great job restoring it because it was you know a film probably shot on yeah 16 millimeter or something back in the i day. like how
0: they mentioned that in the beginning because they were like you know we found this footage in like a box and mm-hmm. it was unlabeled i'm like ooh, they were like digging through stuff in 2020 they were digging through like archives they're like and now we get what to are we gonna watch do it. let's dig through this stuff yeah it's so thanks cool. again
1: job for reminding us to watch. yeah, it, yeah. thank so you so good. much let's get into future gear got a lot of stuff to talk about you and i talked about it a little bit before first before we get into that though a couple, couple other pieces of gear that I want to talk about. Okay. Do you want to poop on something now or do you want to poop on something later? Let's poop. Dave, I don't want to be too poopy, but what do you think about Strum Perfect?
0: Oh, no. We forgot to talk about it last we week. We did. <clears throat> um, no one ever taught me how to strum, and I'm not the world's greatest strummer. You have a nice strumming hand. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. No one really, probably ever really taught you how to strum, aside just yeah, just watching other people watching do people it. and yeah. kind of just it's a natural motion I think somewhat. You, you have to practice sort of develop it. it and
1: practice it. Yeah. Uh,
0: we found this item for um,
1: Kickstarter. It's not for sale yet. Okay. And they're raising the monies. It's about halfway to goal with a week or so left by the time this comes out, and you know I'll say for the price it could be more expensive. It's thirty two dollars right now.
0: I'm glad we're bringing this up, because I feel like every few episodes, we get a wacky thing that we kind of have to talk
1: about. This is so fucking wacky, dude. Here's the thing. Okay, all that aside. Do you you really want to strap a big fucking goofy thing on your guitar to teach you how to strum? It's got like a wrist brace on it. So it's basically, it's kind of like you strap these weird straps on the body of your acoustic guitar, and then it's like a, it's like Gates. And you like stick your arm through it so you can't, like, it keeps you in place to strum right. And yeah, it's kind like of training wheels it. for your right hand. It's kind of training wheels. There's this guy, his name is James Langer, Langer I think, uh, who was a creator of it. And, and I think to me, not to be too cynical, but it feels like <clears throat> a way for he, he's this, he's been a long time guitar instructor. And to me, it feels like a way to sort of get people to like buy your guitar instruction. Yeah. Uh, okay. M- more than like really thinking this is a necessary, super serious product because I dude, strong. I thought it was a joke. If it, it looked like a Chipson. Yes, post. it did. Like Even it, like the Instagram. kind of the way it was designed, like the image. And yeah. Stuff, I was like, Oh, that's like I, good I one. chips, And then
0: I was like, Oh wait, Shit! Sorry. No, it's it was real. My whole thing is with strumming. I mean, isn't that a personal thing? Because I mean, I'm am I'm, I'm sure there's perfect ways to do it and this and that, but there's so many different ways to strum. Is strum perfect going to teach you all these ways? I don't think that it's a bad idea
1: to at all. I've spent a considerable amount of time in my life developing your picking hand, right? Mm-hmm. Strumming, picking. Every time you are pick are it related. up, you get that much better. Right? Two hands. Yeah. You you're doing two things always when you're playing the guitar, unless you're one of those crazy tapping people. I don't want to t- dissuade anyone from working on their right hand or left hand if you're a lefty technique. I just can't imagine why in a world where I've never, I've taught p- in beginners right. an, in my life and I've never once thought like, oh, they it would be really nice if I could just like stick their arm in a weird sling brace Guide their on arm top of the, like stuck through the like, guitar sort of
0: aside from like grabbing their wrist and doing it with your arm. Like that's pretty much almost. Also,
1: like acoustic guitars are built on having that top, and back in some ways, being able to resonate. So then, being able to, like, strapping something on Tightening and deadening it, it is yeah. just gonna make your guitar sound bad and make your, it less fun to play.
0: Yeah. Um, man, I mean. I just, I hate to poop so hard on a thing, but I just, just want this just one. I just don't, I don't know, man. Maybe if they wanna send us one, we'll check it out. I don't know. I, <sighs> I mean, don't want to. I'll check. I'll strap check that it thing out. on. Dude.
1: It. Yeah, we'll strap it onto your Gibby.
0: Yeah, dude, I'll strap <laughs> It's, yeah. No, it's, we'll
1: strap it onto your Blue Dean. Uh, ooh,
0: yeah, that's a good one. The Johnson, you mean? Johnson. Yeah, close. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) my Johnson. Johnson. Um, I know. No, I mean, you know, look, we always love innovation on this show. We have to talk about stuff like this. This is part of our duty as podcasters. This is future gear. Yeah. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. That
1: one's a big miss for me. But keep swinging. Yeah. You know what isn't a big miss for me? And I don't know if you've seen this one. Metaverse Electronics, if you want to talk about innovation, has just unveiled a brand new pedal named the Solar Sound because... The pedal is powered by the sun. It's
0: about time.
1: Right? Damn. Solar-powered pedals exist right now. 229 buy it on the internet. Did it's, you get sound clips? What I are we did. talking here? Oh, it doesn't sound good, Dave. <sighs> I would not say that it's a good sounding pedal, but it's fully powered by just ambient light. You can yeah. in in worst-case scenarios I read that you can actually just point, you know, sort of a you does know, LED light does at leaving
0: it in the sun charge it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, it yeah. has it holds on the it, it has a battery. Because that's everything. You yeah. can't, every gig's not outside It issues
1: a, a traditional power supply in favor of actual solar panel mounted to the top of the enclosure. It has a very simple transistor-based gain circuit, mm-hmm. finely tuned to take full advantage of the low current and voltage provided by the panel. But
0: it sounds like they know what they're doing. Uh, it sounds like probably talk po- circles around poopster, me.
1: Well, here's the But thing. I love that it exists and I can't wait for more of this. kind.
0: Yeah. Of thing. I mean, I want to check it out. I, I definitely want to hear it. Um, my whole thing is, isn't power... Doesn't power have a lot to do with how a pedal can sound in a lot of ways? Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean,
0: you're talking about... I mean, we talk about plugging in through power sources all the time. All the time. And how important that is to have a good one. Well, let's imagine plugging our babies up on into the sun. I mean, I love the sun. And I love, you know, alternative forms of energy and all this stuff. But I don't know, man. Um, I I hope that we can Maybe this is phase one. Maybe we can... Yeah. You know. Phase one. It's the... This
1: is the yeah who who did i don't know who made the first electric car not tesla's who you know so. oh dude there's a whole like yeah, documentary right. that goes who back to the, the electric 50s. car all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff whoever that was this is this is that version. hats off to you metaverse electronics yeah. for tackling Disney someone's got to take that first step and you can buy it right now and i really want to even though i don't like how it sounds Two-toned because nine. it's it's a solar powered pedal it, it combines two of my greatest dr-
0: passions in life science and f- distortion right do they use all the same like components as a as a other as a normal pedal would have? Like, like uh, ins and outs, transistors, stuff, yeah. and stuff.
1: Yeah, like but that. it's very simple, and, you know it's very low uh, part count. Right. You know, even your standard <clears throat> like a fuzz face, yeah, right? it's a simple has v- very few components and requires relatively tiny amount of power. So you know, we can get there. I think someday. I like to think. We'll see. I don't really understand. I have no idea what voltage and current is power or supplied from the sun I, do they look cool it looks cool yeah i'm halfway there i'm it saying looks cool, man. 229 yeah uh dude we've got a couple more pedals let's just keep it going this is all we've got we're kind just of a pedal special gear. it's a pedals but then we'll you know what there's one more we're gonna where we'll put the pedal to the metal as well That i don't know if you know about all right let's get into it line six dl4 mark ii man welcome to the world wow.
0: great crazy great, great looking pedal oh i want it so, so can I just, from you know my standpoint, I've vibes. never owned a DL four. Yeah, I've had but one, but I remember the first guitar players I ever played with, and a guy who used one on a Rhodes. Everybody had yes, a DL-4. yes on the Rhodes. Totally, uh, you had to have a DL four. It was like always part of part it. of the thing.
1: It had all the different sounds. It had a looper. It had it just it it, it could do goofy stuff. Yeah,
0: uh, it seems like well we'll talk about it. They, I think it's really smart. They first improved
1: of all, it. they got. Dave Knudsen, former guitarist of Minus the Bear, think who is the master the yeah. of that pedal, or I should say those pedals, considering he's had up to four in his rig at Didn't he say, before. like, my
0: three pedals on the board would be a DL4, a DL4, and a DL4? That's right. That's yeah. what he does.
1: I noticed that on his new board that he has set up, he had two wow. new ones, one old one. Old one. one yeah. uh, and it's so smart that they had him do it because he's the best. And, he also, and also, now I have to say, made me interested in his upcoming solo record, which I probably wouldn't have been before. Cool. Anyways, what are they... What did they upgrade? I think first of all they made it smaller. It's still four switches and as wide as it it's was. Not been, as deep. It's not right? as deep. Yeah, looks cooler because yeah. it's been updated and all that sort Shiny of stuff. Shiny and new. Freaking XLR input, which is so many people, you know, um, why it. Uh, uh, or reggie watts i'm sorry oh yeah uh, who you know is a master of using that to loop his voice right now he doesn't have to use any weird converters or anything or yep. a mixer he can plug straight it That's straight really into cool. it it yeah. has a freaking sd card slot so you can load your own loops into it or it remembers now any loops you created even if you unplug it you can which store it didn't like used to do tons. before yeah right so now you can save all that sort of stuff it now has reverb built into it and now has midi ins and outs it has some new delays, uh harmonies and glitches and weird stuff. And which I think is super cool, it's got lights around the foot switches. Did you mm-hmm. notice that? Tasty. Little flashy boy. Tasty.
0: It's tasty. It is tasty. I have felt things when I watched this video yeah. and I really want one. Yeah, the demo's great. I mean a lot of times, you know. They did it, obviously. It was Reverb that did it, I think. Or I don't know if it was
1: Reverb or if it was just him with Line Six. Yeah, maybe all of the above. It's it's hard to it, say. It, it was days. a
0: really good produced. It wasn't like a YouTube. Like, hey a great guys, this is the thing. It was like, no, this is fucking awesome. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey guys, I'm just showing you the new Deal Four.
1: So, know, it's, and it's 299, the same price that the Deal Four right. has always been, and now they still sell the Mark One for 249.
0: What's your prediction on the Mark on the Which makes Mark that the delay
1: the best deal in delay pedals ever, I would say. Yeah. Oh, hands down. Yeah
0: uh what's your prediction on the used dl1s uh dl4s the first generation do you think I, they're the, do you think they're going to go up in price i because, don't think so because you can still buy more them. Features. they're still making them
1: right if they stop if they stop making them then the used ones would go up but no they're still making them
0: i loved my favorite feature of this new one is the added reverb thing because yeah. i mean it, you've just got a whole nother pedal now yeah. on top of that so that's fucking great.
1: one less slot, and, and it's and it is it's again it's it's not a small pedal, but it is smaller, and that's nice because they yeah. are they can they can the DL fours do take up a pretty uh, pretty big chunk of space. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. You're excited me about too. that. me too. Yeah, absolutely. We're also excited about another delay pedal that we talked about sort of in the past, but let's fully fill in the deal because Boss has announced the legendary follow up to their Space Echo RE21 now the re202 so uh we talked about the re2 originally a couple weeks ago which is no which is a smaller one okay we talked about yeah, it's like normal boss pedal size we talked about that a few weeks ago which you know we think was leaked on the internet so boss had to announce it early instead of announcing them both together now they've also announced the 202 which is the bigger one to replace the other space echo pedal that they used to make with the two switches on it yes this one now has three switches but they're not those like they're not the normal boss like big fat the pet switches the yeah. pedally ones they're like little switches. skinny foot switches yeah. and uh man i'm excited about this one too this one's more expensive though $3.99 Ooh. Uh, but it has all the features of the original plus new stuff uh but it's got uh the, the first of all the delay length has been doubled uh it has tap tempo and presets built in on board Uh, It's now had added a fourth virtual tape. I typically Space Echo would have three on there on the pedal. Now it has four to give you further sonic variety, David. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also can either – you can use that preamp sound, which a lot of people really like, that sort of warm, crunchier kind of sound. Yeah. You can use that or turn the preamp off and just get a more sort of of pristine-sounding delay. Cool. And true stereo ins and outs to accommodate your multi-amp sound, which the original didn't have. Another massive delay pedal in the market this week. Like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. You know, Boss for me has kind of fallen off my radar in yeah. a lot of ways. Um you freaking snab. Dude, look, I've got Boss pedals, you know, I've got yeah. the, which I have recently re- replaced. The tuner and the overdrive. Yeah, and the tuner is, to me is just a classic. That's just yeah. great. Um, but yeah, and I the think. the EQ, with, you've got the EQ as well. I do. I do have the, uh, the GE7 or yeah. what is it called? Yeah. Um, Did yeah. you know that the bottom
1: frequency on the that pedal is the frequency is was like is an e on a low guitar or it's like the low e on a guitar oh yeah I did not know
0: mm-hmm. that that's interesting yeah um that makes sense it does yeah uh I'm excited for this one I think they're doing a, they're going in the right direction with uh doing this stuff
1: oh man I love it I think you're going in the right direction with your commentary you gonna
0: you gonna get one Mm,
1: no, I've, I've, <laughs> I owned, I own for, and I had on my board for years, the yeah. original, you know, double one. Pedal What's the on
0: model there. that's the big one, the really big, it looks like an amp almost. It's the, the space echo,
1: this RE-201. The RE two Oh one, the two Oh one, that's the, well, they've From I the mean, they had a number of those, but yeah. like the, the most famous one, this is what yeah. the one that they're replicating in this pedal is yes. the RE two Oh one.
0: I'm excited about that. Yeah. I would, I would consider getting that.
1: They're not selling a new RE two Oh one. They're not selling a new tape machine. They're just little pedals. Right.
0: Yeah. But I'm yeah, I like the oh okay, but so the, then the, the bigger pedal is
1: the RE two o two, the two o two yeah. The, now that's the, what the I mean. Two pedals. There's the RE two. That's the little one. The big one's the RE two o two.
0: I like the two o two. Yeah, me too. I think I'd go that direction. Me too, oh yeah. two
1: o <laughs> two. Uh, oh, thanks for laughing at that, Dave. Uh, we've got to talk about this. I don't know if you heard about the, about this because it's a little crossover in the guitar and motors world because gibson has announced a partnership with triumph motorcycles really have you heard about this no i have not well dave uh, they have created a one-of-a-kind custom guitar and motorcycle for the distinguished gentleman's ride oh it's cl- they're going classy really. they're going super classy. so there's this organization which i would heard about before called the distinct the distinguished gentleman's ride mm-hmm. this year 2022 mm-hmm. they're doing it and uh They've been doing it for nine years now with over 100,000 riders. It's a motorcycle event in over 900 cities across the world. They've raised over $31 million for men's mental health and prostate cancer awareness. So this is a ride that happens every year for this uh, particular uh, charity. But Gibson uh, teamed up with Triumph. And what they did was they built basically a 59-ish Les Paul and then Triumph built a i don't know much about triumphs but it's a 1959 bonneville t120 mm. and the bonneville is awesome so you know th- more things about this than i do and they've basically swapped design sort of designs where they added gibson les Paul type flavors to the Mike motorcycle and then triumph bonneville t120 flavors nice. to the Lester.
0: nice yeah yeah, the Bonneville has that classic, like kind of the Cafe Racer. Uh, they were a big platform for the cafe style. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: this is a 59, it's called a 59 Legends Custom Edition Les Paul Standard Reissue is the the guitar that Gibson made. They a, added... You um, pick pulled
0: up over there or anything? I've,
1: I've got, you know, I could pull it up, but uh, they've got the, it's, let's see, in the 1959 Legends Custom Edition features unique Triumph de- design detailing, including hand coach-lined pick guard. It's like a puffy pick guard. Uh, inspired by the Bonneville's trademark engine fins and etched pickup covers, branded truss rod cover and reissue switch backplate, and then the uh, what's it called? The burp, 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 man, my brain's going right now. The, motor- the motorcycle yeah. features unique Gibson de- uh, design, including a beautifully unique hand painted sunburst paint scheme. Oh, jet black painted guitar neck and headstock shape, and it's edged with hand painted coach lining plus a host of branded touches. So. Man, let me see if I can pull a pick
0: for yeah, you. Yeah, I gotta see, see this see. thing. I, you know, it's um, I think a Bonneville, the Triumph Bonneville, they used checkers a lot. That was one of their options to do like a checkered striped over the gas tank. And I wanted, I was wondering if they went that direction with. it. I that.
1: don't believe it had checkers. No. Although now that you mentioned checkers, I could go for some of their French fries. Oh, best fries in the world. Yeah, the picture's not working. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll Google it. You'll you'll just Google it. Uh, man, you know what? I feel like that was like. That was like a gear-wise... You know, know, there's one last thing that we could talk about, so we might as well. Taylor Guitars were named among the top 10 most innovative manufacturers in the world by Fast Company. Really? Yeah. Uh, Each year, Fast Company makes this list of companies and enterprises that push the boundaries in their fields with new initiatives, new products, and new ways of thinking about business. And this year, they named Taylor number nine for three reasons. So one of them we've talked about before on the show, which is the Ebony Project, where they planted this massive forest in the Congo or in the Congo basin of Cameroon with the Congo Basin Institute and in 2020 already surpassed their goal of planting 15,000 trees so they've already done all that and that's where they're yeah that's fucking awesome you know building all their guitars from that uh or at least well I don't know if they'd be using that wood by this point I don't know if if they would have dried out yet you know yeah I
0: think it would take a little while um
1: but then they've also partnered with West Coast Arborists to launch a new wood sourcing ini- initiative. WCA manages some 300 municipalities and public agency properties, caring for over six million trees across California and Arizona. Uh, so this give, Taylor gives a second life for trees in those areas by building guitars from trees that have reached the end of their life cycle like dying trees mm-hmm. from this company they just get taylor built guitars from them uh so instead of ending up in a landfill which they had been before so that's number two and then number three they've done this thing called the urban wood initiative where they use urban ash taken from shamel ash trees in need of removal from urban areas i guess there's this sort of like overgrowth of these particular type of tree and then taylor stepped in and we're like yo we can uh, figure out how to build guitars out of those, give it to give them to us. Don't That's cool. don't waste it. And so for all three of those reasons, Taylor guitars. So easy to overlook, a named top ten most innovative companies.
0: I love Taylor man. Um, yeah, you have a Taylor. Don't you have the classical?
1: I have a Taylor nylon string guitar. Nylon string, I do. Yeah. yeah. I've had, and I've owned a couple different Taylor guitars over the years. Most recently uh um taylor gs mini yeah uh, travel guitar oh that's a great guitar awesome. too
0: yeah yeah it's funny they um to me they've always been really high like a high-end taylor is like as nice as you know it's not my preferred sound for what i would play mm-hmm. but i've i've played some uh for, i've had friends who've owned really high-end ones oh like yeah. three four thousand dollars and i've played those things and it's like it, you can tell the difference
1: dude maybe. taylor in many ways is in my opinion is the prs of the acoustic world or, yes. or many i guess prs would be the electric nice of the
0: Taylor's nice though. analogy there yeah i agree just uh crafted beautifully beautifully really crafted. high they materials really,
1: and and i mean all their you know it's weird all their guitars are bolt-ons they're acoustic guitars every single one is a bolt-on now oh, i yeah, think about it wow that's crazy and you would never know because it's on the inside but that allows them to then easily replace any anything and they yeah. and they and i've played a million tailors and they all sound great if that if that's your thing mm-hmm. I, no glue to be found And and like you know that's supposedly the only way to do these things but taylor decided sure. not and, and i gotta respect that yeah that's cool innovative
0: yeah. for sure
1: so fast company uh putting putting one of our just just one of our guitar brands up in there and it makes me feel good as a gear bud to be able to talk
0: about that yeah me
1: too in our in our little show here
0: i love it man shout out to taylor
1: shout out to taylor we've got friends there and shout out to you because uh i'm just happy to make this show with you bud me too. And uh, with with that said, if you if you made it this far, truly, truly, thank you for sticking around and listening. We appreciate you very much. We love you deeply. And uh, if you did make it this far, why don't you go make some music?